0: Howdy friends, welcome back to the show. I'm recording live and direct, well live and pre-recorded from Austin, Texas. And if you didn't know that I was out here, you will find out why on the beginning of this episode, which is another Life Hacks. and Nusef joined me as we run through our favorite tools, apps, websites, strategies, and resources for a productive and efficient life. Today, I expect to learn why I'm moving to Texas, how to track your barbell speed, how to get free golf club trackers, why Yusuf thinks that snidely charging VAT is reprehensible, how to hack ASOS sizing, how to stop yourself from buying junk in the supermarket, why you only need one foreign plug converter, and much more. It's so good to have the boys back. I am sad that it wasn't in person, But it's good enough, you know. We go through a ton of good life hacks today, and if you want to give your suggestions, you can join the Modern Wisdom Locals community and post them in there, and maybe I'll feature one on an upcoming episode. Modernwisdom.locals.com. Join me and over 1,500 other listeners where we talk about all sorts of interesting things, including who I'm seeing and what I'm getting up to in Texas, which is lovely, by the way. Very much enjoying it here. Needed a change of routine and I've absolutely got that. I will be seeing Daniel Sloss this Thursday. I saw him in Newcastle. Now I'm seeing him in Austin. So I can't I can't get away from the guy. Uh, so I'll be seeing him. I was with Michael Malice this weekend. It's going to be a fun few weeks. And you should expect some very special episodes with some people who will be landing in the city in not too long. In other news, this episode is brought to you by Reebok and their amazing Nano 11s. You need to get the training shoes right no matter what your training style is, whether you're doing plyometrics or high intensity interval training, if you're doing cardio, running, weightlifting, crossfit, no matter what it is, the shoes have to be right. And if you are putting some force through the floor, if you're doing anything that involves stability, you need a proper pair of training shoes. The Nano 11s are the best shoes I've ever found. They're stable. They have a flat sole. They've got a little bit of a heel drop, which means that squatting is easier. They're strong. They are everything that you need. I wore them to fly out to Austin. That's how comfortable they are. And they look cool. And you can get 20% off a pair. Plus, they've even reduced some of them down to £100 rather than £110. So you can get them for less. It's £79 or £89 for a pair of Nano 11s, which is criminal. They should last you for at least a year, six months to a year, no matter what you're doing to them. Go and get yourself a pair. Also, you can get 20% off everything else that Reebok makes, whether it's hoodies, tops, t-shirts, joggers, leggings, men's and women's. Head to Reebok.co.uk and use the code MW20 for 20% off the full works. Just get a pair of nanos, right? You need a proper pair of training shoes, and these are the ones to buy. Reebok.co.uk, and use the code MW20 at checkout for 20% off. And people outside of Europe, I'm sorry. Americans, I can't get you this deal yet. I am going to try and sort it, though. But people in Europe, take advantage. In other, other news, this episode is brought to you by Crafted London Men's jewellery is quite hard to shop for, and Crafted London have got it right. The pieces are between sort of £30 or $35 and £50 or $60, and they look awesome. They've got gold and silver designs. They're sweatproof, waterproof, heatproof. They come with a lifetime guarantee. So no matter what happens, they guarantee for life a replacement. They are the biggest men's jewellery brand in the world, the number one market leader, so no matter where you are, whether you're in America or in the UK, you can pick up the best necklaces, chains, pendants, bracelets, rings, or earrings. They have more than half a million customers. It's They're a huge, huge brand. They've got the fashion jewelry is really meaningful as well. They've always got cool messages behind it. It does feel like wearing quite a, an artisanal piece. And I'm wearing tons of it while I'm out in Austin because I can because it's trendy and I'm trendy because I'm in Austin, in case you didn't know. Uh, So yeah, you should head to bit.ly slash cdwisdom. That's bit.ly slash cdwisdom. And the code MW15 gets you 15% off at checkout. This is the only way that you can get any discount on Crafted London stuff. That's across everything. If you need to get people presents, if you're buying stuff for Christmas, this is absolutely perfect. Bit.ly slash cdwisdom and MW15 for 15% off the biggest men's jewellery brand on the planet. But now it is time for some more life hacks with Johnny and Youssef. It is another life hacks. It's been so long, hasn't it?
1: Ages. Too long, if anything. I actually can't remember when I was when Five I was months
0: is how long it's been. Is that right? No, it wasn't. Five, five months, months. Five months.
2: Since the last life hacks. Yep. June.
1: What's <laughs> weird is I don't feel like I have that many new hacks on my list. I've got loads. Mm, I thought you might.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know it's not it wouldn't be right for you to suggest a life hacks episode if you had no life hacks
0: no that would... yeah that's when you know when i suggest let's do a life hacks episode it's because my list yeah, is yeah. getting very swollen and turgid and it needs mm-hmm. a release re- releasing yes manual release so today is the manual release of all of my life hacks hot sticky life hacks all over <laughs> all over your screen can't wait uh also i am going to texas for a while this friday <laughs> uh i'm gonna fly to austin and spend a few weeks out there which is gonna be fun because the last 18 months have basically been the same day lived over and over again i i elected to essentially extend my quarantine because i created a routine that i haven't been able to get myself back out of even though the rest of the world opened back up i just stuck to the,
2: the same yeah thing. i think for the three of us like we, we have just lived the same day <laughs> yeah <laughs> over and over again
0: i just need to break mm. it man so yeah i'm uh i'm gonna go to austin
2: I for some reason when i imagine you in austin you just always have the, the cowboy hat you think i'm going to
0: appropriate austin uh, texan culture very quickly yeah
2: like holsters the le- leather holsters and big like Snakeskin boots and those kind of suede massive belt
0: buckle. Yeah, asking
1: why and what, (laughs) what, where, who, and where, who, just become Frank Underwood from House of Cards.
2: Was he from Texas?
1: I think he's supposed to be. There's like a an undertone of Texas accent.
2: Something about him. He when that scandal went on and he just
1: doubled down. What and then he got he
0: privately like created his own dvd extra for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about the guy that plays frank underwood who is called kevin spacey kevin spacey he after 18 months after a huge scandal got released that was the reason that he no longer did house of cards he then created uh as the character in house of cards a semi-fourth wall break referring to the camera, fully edited and cinematic with music and stuff, but just done off his own back, and it just appeared out of nowhere on the internet, and then no one really spoke about it again, and now no one knows where he is, and that's it.
2: it it I I can't bear to imagine the legal implicate, like copyright and all that stuff, of just remaining in character. To be honest, mate, I think that he's probably
0: got bigger (coughs) problems (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> From a jurisdiction perspective, I think that there are larger yeah. issues at play. Just throw it in like the pot. You know what I mean?
2: His lawyer just like, oh, Frank. <laughs> well, no, it's not Frank. That's the point.
0: Yeah, like, He's
1: not supposed to be Frank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go out there and I'm going to be like Frank Underwood. But Michael Malice is out there. Aubrey Marcus is out there. Lex Friedman's out there. Jocko Willink is in town a week on Saturday.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: Which will be pretty cool. So I think I'm going to go and see him. Uh, well it'll be some pull-ups at 4 a.m. with
1: him. It'll just be good, won't it? Yeah, everything will be good. <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> are uh, you gonna are you gonna meet all of them? Is that the plan?
0: I don't well, I mean jocko has got a live show on. I've tweet I've just tweeted him recently. Um so I'll try and get him on the show because we were talking about it a while back. Um You've Matt, got to get Jocko on, man. He's serious, eh? Mm. Um Aubrey, I'm living my Airbnb is ten minutes walk from on HQ. Uh it's also ten minutes from Kuya. Do you remember I had that Dr. Dan Engel, the guy that did MDMA uh, yeah. therapy on? So his new place in Austin, which does cold and hot treatments and flotation tanks and MDMA-assisted psychotherapy and stuff. All of that. It's just a, it's a playground.
1: So those, those sound like three quite different things. Like I don't a, think you do them all together. And then some MDMA psychotherapy. In,
0: in a float tank.
2: <laughs> I, I mean... It would be, you'd be tempted, wouldn't you, to just do it all at once? You'd be like, just, right, do you know
1: what? Give me the platinum package. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it would, I assume it'd be quite traumatic rather than, it's not like it's not going to be like a nice, relaxing experience.
0: No. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do them all together. I think that's that's <laughs> almost definitely the rule. But yeah, so Zach Talander's going to pick me up on Friday, which is nice. Annoyingly, because I took one extra day to gesticulate about which Airbnb I was going to get. I, someone booked one night in the Airbnb of the night that I arrive. So I can still book it for the entirety of my trip without having to move. However, the first night I'm going to have to spoon Zach. So I need to, I'm getting picked up by him and like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> play little, play little spoon for the evening.
1: What's the thing you are most looking forward to?
0: Change of routine, man. The last 18 months has just been, <laughs> I don't have a particularly good routine here. The, the main thing that I've realized over the last 18 months is that there is more to life than completing tasks on your to-do list.
2: Yeah, they, very they, hard to get out of that cycle. they just... Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, because it, it's so inherently enjoyable. There is something that is really, really enjoyable about completing the things that were in front of you because for ages you were never able to complete them and now you keep on going and you keep on going. But you realize it's kind of too much of a good thing because you do that at the mercy... You sacrifice. I mean, how much have we? Obviously, we've had a pandemic and stuff. We've barely seen each other. Apart, we've seen each other more on podcasts than outside of them over the last eighteen months, which is pretty scandalous.
1: Well, even the podcasts used to be uh, all of them used to be in person on your, yeah. and it would be an sofa. entire
0: evening, and there'd be bits yeah, before do, like, and bits to after. Back to back. Yeah. So I just think uh, there's yeah. been some. You get into rhythms and routines of living. So where I'm living, I'm next to the gym that I'm going to train at, which is Atomic Athlete. Uh, I'm 10 minutes from On It, which is where Christian and Sky and Max and Aubrey and all of the people that look after his stuff. 10 minutes from David Perel, 15 minutes from Michael Malice. Like Loads of people there, different food, different training, different stimulus. I think I'm going to go hunting one weekend. So it's just going to be all of the stuff that I do now, still the same show, still three times a week with some extra in-persons, but everything outside of the show should change. So, yeah, it's... I need a refresh. It's been, it's been successful. The last eighteen months has been good, but there's always a price to pay. And I think sort of sanity and um, boredom or monotony would be more accurate because it's not been boredom, but it has been monotony. It'd be interesting to
1: see what what it does to like your. So I suppose you, I can't think of anyone that's doing what you're doing that you would meet in person regularly. That's like ahead of you. Maybe you know someone, but like certainly in in Newcastle, it's not like the the hub of. Last have time we've been, would have been going, going
0: to London to see Ali Abdal. That was probably yeah. it.
1: Um, yeah, but you are you're throwing yourself into a a place where there'll be a lot of people who are doing some pretty cool things. Yeah, it's so
0: little fish in big pond time again. No, which mm-hmm. I'm quite looking forward to. Actually,
1: I think you'll be more productive in the time that you
2: are working as well. Like whenever you have a shift of scene, you're not in the kind of slug mode of the same desk and in the kind of inertia feeling when you're like, even even like literally going to the local library or coffee shop or something is enough to just be like, right, I'm in a different environment now. Yeah. If so- you've
0: got a timetable of events coming up, you're always going to complete your work to give you time to be able to go and do the events. Whereas when you've got fuck all going on at home, you just, it's Parkinson's law like run a mock, you just expand your work out and out. And then even if you complete the tasks, well, I'll just put another task on my plate, it's fine. I've got nothing yeah. to do tonight. I'll just keep working. I'll just keep working. I'll just keep working. Whereas if Choco's live show's on at six PM and I know that I need to leave, I think, right, well I, I need to get this edit done or I need to get these emails finished up. Whatever it is. So yes, I'm gonna be in Texas. So if there is anyone that thinks that I should meet up with people that are out there, just tweet me or, or leave a comment below or something like that. And I'll try and uh I'll try and it's have got some a- more adventures. Got to be Joe Rogan, surely. Uh, the number That's of people—the
1: the person to meet up with—well, no?
0: the number of people that have messaged and said, "Dude, are you going on Rogan?" I'm like, I don't think you realize just <laughs> how big the delta is between Joe Rogan and everybody else. It's very flattering for people to be like, "Oh my god, are you going on?" Uh, but no, I mean, I maybe Malice. If Malice goes out for dinner and the stars align, he was out for dinner the other night with Michael Malice, Lex Friedman. Joe Rogan, and Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> what a dinner. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so you've got one, one from each of the food groups sat around that table. Um, so, But I don't know, man. We'll see. It's just I, there's a lot of serendipity, I think. So it'll be cool. And if nothing else, Michaela and Jordan are in Nashville in a couple of weeks' time. So I'm going to go and see them. Uh, so I'm probably going to spend a, take a weekend and fly out. Douglas Murray is in town. Hold, uh, hold on,
1: hold on. You're going to go and meet Jordan Peterson?
0: I think so, yeah, in Nashville, because I would have met him. I just I
1: feel like you've just wash, washed over that snippet i i, if, 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 I re rewind to when you first heard of Jordan Peterson if someone said that you're going to be like going and spending some time with him in person.
0: casually casually dropping the fact that you get to go uh, and like, uh, see him when I uh, asked
1: you what's the yeah. thing you're looking forward to most, you're like, oh well, you know it'll be nice to not be at work from a different place and yeah, okay, so that's,
0: like, yeah, yeah that's highlight. what I, would, I maybe that shows I've spent a lot of time getting to know Mick and and. Sort of talk to him a fair bit as well, so maybe that's Douglas Murray as well. He's going to be floating around, so I might get to see him. I want to get a gym session in with Douglas Murray. That's going to be quite funny. Uh, anyway, that's enough. That's enough fucking
2: incline bench. I think we have to be the
0: what we need is more, more, more name dropping. So it's a life hacks episode today. I'll be in Texas soon, but this episode <laughs> needs to happen right now. So Johnny, what life hacks have you got for us? <laughs>
1: I, I think I have one of the, the – it's at least the list I'm least excited to share. How's that for lowering everyone's Really, like,
0: really just wind just, us up. Let us go. Come on.
1: So a few of mine are a bit niche. I don't know whether that's okay. Hit so us. The, the one I've wanted to be – one I've wanted to share for a while, which is very niche, and I think Chris might laugh at, is a bar – velocity tracker have i shared this before no but i know that you talk about it so so it's, i guess for anybody who i mean any olympic lifting and certainly any powerlifters anyone who tracks their trait their trading in the gym <clears throat> this is a a little black device a little black piece of plastic i think they're 3d printed they're really weird looking things made by a company called rep one you attach this wire to, to a barbell magnetically attaches to a plate or to the power rack or whatever and it basically just measures what the bar is doing in space it tells you how fast the bar is moving um the nice thing about it is firstly you can predict what you can do which is really cool so you can you know what weight you'd be able to lift on a certain day but also it's just another way of tracking progress because anybody who's been training for any length of time knows that it does it does get harder and harder over time to just keep adding weight to the bar but you can just get a 0.05 Speed improvement over time, so they are quite expensive. It's probably something that how much is unless it I think they're about 300, 350 dollars. So it depends on the exchange rate at the time. And what's the app like? Um, really good.
0: Interface yeah, pretty. is pretty slick.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a really small company, so there's a, there's normally a like a backlog. You have to wait for them. Um, but if you can get your hands on one and you care about anything like this, I think I probably I was thinking about this the other day. It'll be into the thousands of reps that I've tracked with it now. Wow! So it, it's it's pretty like if I I'll do a warm up set and it with pretty good accuracy can predict what I can do on that day. Wow! So I, I just don't have to think about it. Anymore. That's
0: crazy.
1: That's cool. So is that it's worth it, paying
0: for these things? Do you use it like, as kind of a gauge for RPE?
1: Yeah. So I do what you're not really supposed to do, which is I kind of now ignore RPE and I just look at the bar speed because I know like over time. If I do something and if I do a bench and it's zero point two one meters per second, that's an that's an RPE eight. So I just look at the bar speed. Fuck
0: man, this is so (laughs) cool. Like this is post RPE RPE.
1: But you're not so so. My coach tells me off for it. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to still have like a feel element, but like everyone's been under a, a barbell where it subjectively it looks really hard and you might like maybe someone you stand up and someone goes oh that looked really easy and you're like it wasn't really easy so I think you lose some of the the ability to actually measure it when you, it's happening to you but it's if you, if you just rely on the, the speed of it then it can be it can be very humbling because like you go into a, into the gym you don't want to train and your warm-up set was faster than last week you're like oh god's sake like here here, here we, we go, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah so if if you're into any strength sport or you train with barbells regularly you like tracking your progress you like graphs and charts and all that sort of stuff highly highly recommend it
0: nice. it's
1: i've had over a year of use out of mine and it's brilliant you so it's called the step one device
2: nice there we go um j- just to add to that i think it's always worth paying for This kind of thing, if there is something, if you train for strength and you care about improving a particular metric and there is something that you can buy that will help you achieve that goal. And even if you can attribute a five kilogram gain on your squat to that device over a year, like that's well worth it compared to all the other stuff that we spend Hundreds of pounds on, like, I don't know, creatine and. Yeah, I was going to um,
0: say supplements, but... new pairs of lifters, some weird new sleep mask, an acupressure mat to help your parasympathetic system. There we go.
2: <laughs> uh, there's so much that you, whereas this is directly attributable, you'd be like, right, I can actually see that that has resulted in knowing whether I'm progressing and and improving mm-hmm. that. So today's life hack for me, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but, um, The the way that I like to kind of divide my my life hacks is really (laughs) physical and digital. So (laughs) to start with, this is actually a a hybrid, is to digitize photos. So about five or six years ago, my dad died and we had to clear out the house and we had loads of photo albums from like literally from like nineteen seventies up until recently. And they'd all been physically printed onto photo albums and filed away and it was boxes and boxes of it and we were thinking like how first of all no one's got the space to store this stuff and secondly what are you going to do with a bunch of physical photo albums like how often do you sit and like flick through them and we found a company that digitizes documents and they just scan in bulk so and they were fantastic they were called clear data um, and you just give them the boxes they have like a proper almost like a warehouse factory with loads of people that take the things out of the sleeves and scan it through the thing. And they send you a sample and they're like, are you happy with how this is going to look? And you're like, yep, great. And they keep you informed all- along the process. And it was like 800 quid or something to do 9,000 photos, which, Holy I think, shit. <laughs> which I think which is, I think is worth it. Like That is such a good deal.
1: And that's someone was... taking each photo out of its little,
2: so, I, so and... I think what actually what what we did was um we went through them and like threw away all the crap ones and then remain <clears throat> the nine thousand were like the the pick of the crop and so we gave them in boxes to them they did it and then just sent me a usb stick with a password wow. and that was it it's just like that is wow. the entire like scone family memories yeah, you sent
0: boxes and boxes and boxes of things, and a, a thumb drive came back that happened to have them all on
2: replicable for the rest of time. <clears clears throat> it was really, it was one of those moments where you you realize how far technologies come, because we take it for granted, don't we? That you like a USB stick, you know? I like,
1: be like, God, that is everything. I suppose you you don't often see like a physical representation of what's on a USB stick. <laughs> Like yeah. If you had to print off the pages of everything on a USB stick and sit it next to you, you'd be like, "Okay, like that." There was that's a, crazy.
0: a stat that I saw that said the amount of data that is created on the internet every day, if you printed it out, double sided on A4 paper, it would make a stack that went to the sun and back every single day. That's how much data As is in- created
2: stack if you so not if you lined up No, no yeah yeah
0: so just put them down like you would do a normal stack of paper one on top of each other it would go to the sun and back
1: every single day my my like gut reaction to that is that that's not sustainable <laughs> like something's gonna happen there's also
0: you know a stat around so you have all of the server space across the planet right which is holding the data but the actual electrons that make up the data itself if you combined all of those together, it would be smaller than the size of an orange. <laughs> and that's all yeah, the orange. data. All the data. Smaller than orange. Just can't get my head around it. Mental. Right, my one. My one. I've got loads of good life hacks. First one is if you're buying stuff from ASOS, because they have free returns, and because if you spend more than 100...
1: or This is one of the OG life hacks. This yeah, it's just never be, one, I,
0: ne- I don't think it's been featured, man
1: because i got i got caught by this
0: yeah johnny should have done it so basically order if you're not sure about your sizing on asos because delivery is free over i want to say 100 or 150 pounds and returns are free and you get between it's like 60 days it's quite a generous it's a long time uh, exchange policy uh or return policy just buy everything in every different size that you think that you might want to bump you up and over the 150 get free next day delivery you've also got free returns plus you know that you're going to find the size that you want and if you're in in between sizes you also know that rather than doing it in two batches of 50 pounds or something or two batches of 75 pounds having to pay for shipping potentially twice and not having it all at one go just buy everything from ASOS and then send it back
1: so i use the like they have like an ai shop assistant where you put some measurements in and it like predict what your size will be <laughs> i wanted like five or six things and it was a hundred percent if it was wrong <laughs> so I, I had to send everything back because I, I, that's when i messaged you saying like how do you deal with this and you said the hack is i know than-
2: what measurements did you do you have to send like inner thigh measurement and stuff or was it just
0: like no i
1: don't think places? so i can't remember you it also was, have it was- broken
0: was- the system your inner thigh yeah, measurement like, will what? be beyond maximum yeah <laughs>
1: So yeah, I mean, it was all just like slightly too big or slightly too small. Like it could have all passed, but it, <laughs> so in in the shop, if you were trying it on the shop, you wouldn't try it on and go, yeah, it's fine. Like I need the other size, but this one'll do. Like you would go and change it. I think that that side, If if
2: if you're wearing something that's like, oh, it's a bit small, but I think it'll pass. It's not take it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And like especially if the only thing stopping you is like oh, I've got to put it back in the bag and oh, put break. it in the box yeah.
0: and send it back with everything else. That's it. Easy, right, Johnny? What else?
1: Um. So mine. This next one is I think the opposite of what Yusuf does for everything in this category, which is I already love to, it to sign up when you're signing up for a service or an app or anything like <laughs> that <laughs> to do it monthly and never get the bulk um, option reason being when you get billed every month it's a prompt and a reminder of like am i still using this so you're always using the fewest things because it's happened to me once before where you just get hit with an apple bill of like 39.99 you're like what what on earth is that and then you realize it's a like an annual subscription you sign up to a year ago and you kind of don't really use the app anymore well that's and that sort of thing so anything that you Anything what are some examples
0: use. of these things that you've got on? So there, anything...
1: Please. So, like, so Romwad is probably the, the the best example of this. Like, I signed up for that initially yearly because I, I was using it all the time. Yusuf told me that I was going to snap my back if I continue using... Not not really. But, like, all the stuff... You guys were chatting to Steve McGill and it was a bad idea and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Stopped using it. And I still had, like, eight months of the year left. Right? So that's an that's an example. So anything... um. Just any any app. I suppose the only exceptions are stuff that you are absolutely sold that you are not going to stop using. Yeah. So something like Netflix, for example. Or can you pay Amazon. that
0: yearly? I, f- I feel like you can only pay that probably
1: monthly. Probably not. That might, yeah, probably not. Amazon Prime, you can pay yearly, for example. I so. think I agree with that. Like oh, the, the only thing that
2: I that I do is put in a – so as soon as I sign up for anything, if I'm not sure I'm going to keep it, I'll just put in a reminder in my tick-tick, command-shift-o – yeah, on like five days before, give myself a bit of grace period. Not like the day of the that day. it's because otherwise, like if you don't catch it, yeah, immediately <laughs> you you're me. getting done.
1: Because with a lot of apps, there's the the clause of like if you log into it after the subscriptions come out, they don't like Apple have a really strict refund policy and on stuff like. like well, this.
2: you you knew about it for a year, so why is it suddenly an emergency? Yeah,
1: and and the, I agree as well. Like that's what I would say. Like you don't wait till the day after you get billed to go. Oh, I want to cancel the vast majority length.
0: of apps as well that you use they do have a a shelf life you get bored after a while or you feel like you pick up all the low hanging fruit from this breathwork membership or whatever yeah. optimize.me brian's thing we've all been through that or a blinkist
1: membership or mm-hmm. yeah whatever um yeah i, I like just think, i like that it's more you,
0: flexible right
1: yeah but you, everyone has that like period of enthusiasm with it where they're like oh this is it like this is the app this is the only app i'll ever need for this i'm going to I'll sign up yearly cuz i save money but actually, I think a lot of the time you end up either getting rebuild in error that you didn't you didn't want to get rebuild or you don't use it as much as you think you will. And the, the monthly email going, you've been billed is enough to prompt you to go, you I'm going to cancel that.
2: Nice. Seth? This is a physical one. I have been looking for a way to routinely clean my bathroom. And I found, like, my, I think it's the... I don't know if it's hard or soft water that gives you the lime scale hard. in a toilet. Hard. Um,
1: so, yeah,
2: yeah so I've I got this like descaler thing and you have to pour it in the toilet and you have to remember to use it every like couple of weeks and then you leave it for 10 minutes and scrape out the thing and it's, it's a bit of a ball egg. So recently I've started buying toilet, cistern, pucks, which are the little <laughs> blue circle things. They turn
0: that... the flush blue.
2: Yeah like every old woman in the world has one and you put it in the cistern and it's, it's brilliant like it lasts for like 6 weeks It gives you a nice blue toilet
1: and everything's just handled it just bleaches it every day for you so you put it in the it's not one of those ones that like hangs down in the bowl so it, that's it,
2: called a like rim guard or something um it's not <laughs> It's, it's something it's, like
0: that. no one's allowed that word. <laughs> to come on. Right guys, let's uh, we've got the marketing meeting for the new uh, rim the new guard. Domestos toilet Jonathan oh, you've sorry, got a good a... you've got a great name for this haven't you? Yeah, we've we've come up with RimGuard.
2: It's it's called rim RimBlock. Rim block. That's even worse. I know. <laughs> but no, this, so this goes into the cistern, which is the back. I suppose, okay, one extra life hack just off the back of that, because I remember seeing this. Because the cistern, like, the whole point of it is that it drip feeds whatever's in it through your toilet, is that um, I saw somewhere that if, you, if someone's upset you, you can poo in their cistern, and then every time they flush... A little the bit of week, poo. Yeah, and they just can't work out where
1: it's coming from. Never a lot of poo.
0: I wonder, a- I actually think... I actually think that probably that that's not as logistically difficult as you might think. Take the lid off, feet on the bowl. Yeah, <laughs> sit on. It's just doing a poo, but
2: one level up, isn't it? So... It is.
0: It's a it's a level two poo. <laughs> it's not a ground floor poo.
1: Not a level one problems, poo. The problems you'd have is your feet would be closer together, so that would feel strange. And I think I bet the cistern's not as stable as you think. Yeah. That's true. And and you wouldn't be able
2: to use your squatty potty. And I'm fully sold on my squatty potty now.
0: You haven't spoken about that. Really? Oh, no. Yes. No, sorry. I lie. I lie. I lie. It's in the first life. To unkink the rectal shelf. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very important. So Someone actually posted today <laughs> saying, like, if you're wiping more than three times for a poo, there's something wrong with your diet. And I, I responded <laughs> saying, like, that's that's sometimes true but also it could be a technique issue like if you're optimistically trying to trying to squeeze out a second one after like you've done a pristine log and you what you're thinking like how, how do i like but it's not fully and then you, then you have to just be like oh right abort i'll cut it off yeah that you can't you can't be doing that you've got to just commit to a good one and say right if there's any leave, residual, it, leave it
0: there for the day yeah we're done all right uh what am i gonna do this is a very johnny one actually <laughs> Uh, this Fantastic. is, I, I've realized, because I'm, I've tumbled into inter- intermittent fasting because of how much time I spent talking to Dr. David Sinclair earlier this year, and a lot of the time I haven't eaten probably until about 2 or 3 p.m. I go through my day and do things when I'm hungry, and shopping when you're hungry is just a recipe for things to go terribly wrong. So, mm-hmm. thankfully, in most British supermarkets at least, they have the convenience sandwich aisle, directly at the front so the best way I've found to just nerf take the edge off this is to buy a sandwich so go go into the sandwich go into the supermarket get a sandwich aim for around about is it 15% of the calories from 10% 10 of the calories from protein and just eat the sandwich as quick well as you're walking around but relatively quickly and it'll just curb your hunger cravings. So you won't end up going to the confectionery aisle and buying tons of stuff that you don't need and throwing it in.
2: So this is if your eating window has just started and you're going shopping.
0: Correct. Oh, to be honest, I think given the choice between breaking your eating window a little bit earlier and buying a ton of junk that you don't need from the supermarket. No, just monster munch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's You're losing, you're paying the lesser of the two costs. So yeah, just have a sandwich. If you're hungry and you get to the Supermarket, and this is you know not everyone's intermittent fasting. If you're hungry and you get to the supermarket, just buy a sandwich. It'll be <laughs> two pounds fifty, which will be far less than the ten pounds of junk that you're going to buy. Plus, you're not yep. going to have all of that shit in your house anymore. It's perfect. I can't believe that I've never done it before.
1: I people should just eat more sandwiches in general. I think they're absolutely fantastic.
0: You are a connoisseur. The, they're are you they're brilliant. I, I just well, what's your top? What's your top three oh, sandwiches so question, question. that anybody? Could buy three sandwiches that I can buy right now
1: from a supermarket. Yeah, or or from a, right a high street. Okay, so instead of that, I'll rank. I'll rank. If you've got to buy a sandwich, you're out. You're out in town. You need to get a sandwich. Where should you go? Yeah, good question.
0: But I want to know what sandwich from each place specifically.
1: Yes. So anything, any anything, anything from the m s sandwich selection is pretty much always very good, and anything with chicken in, so the chicken and bacon. There's like a chicken club, there's a chicken Caesar salad one, all very very good. It's a really st- steep drop off after that, unfortunately. So <laughs> wait- <laughs> Waitrose, you'd think, bet that sandwiches are nice. Very disappointing. Sainsbury's, Tesco, they're okay, and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even look anywhere else to be honest.
2: Really, we we, so, we need to do a special such a edition just sandwiches you are like, such a sandwich snob are you not i think we need to follow johnny round and just i think just to see what johnny can do to a sandwich like it's yeah, a terrifying
0: did you see that the guy that started barstool sports el presidente did you see that he does one pa- one bite pizza reviews
1: just has one one mouthful
0: one it. one bite of a pizza and gives his review and it's really famous and he goes around the entire country he goes all over america Doing one bite pizza reviews, and there's an app as well. You can download an app that gives you his feedback. It's a, a proper cult following.
1: I just don't think it bites enough to fully review it. I think it's that's called one bite pizza review, though. So I know it's kind of that... committed. I could feel you like not it's...
0: do a one bite sandwich review?
1: I the entire sandwich, yeah, yeah, just you, sandwich review. I think I, could do... <laughs> I think I could eat most sandwiches in. See, I don't want to commit myself to a time because I, I can imagine I'll end up having to actually do this, but I would say two minutes. I'm sure you ate
2: three in the time that I was halfway through one.
1: I think you are on the slow end of it You eat spectrum. painfully I'm, slowly. That's why... I'm faster than normal. Yeah.
0: This is why whenever we go out for dinner... You always buy a little bit less than you know that you need to eat because you know that you'll still be eating when everyone else has hit their limit of how much they're going to eat. And then you go, "Um, Is that. Have you got any more of that? uh, Are you not going to finish? Oh, you sure?
1: Are you sure?
0: And then you go, Are you sure? I hadn't noticed that. All the time out. It's a fucking tactic. It's a strategic. Well we're going out for dinner on Wednesday, so watch what happens. Watch. He'll get a quarter chicken and then finish mining your meals.
1: Like yeah. Cook. There's just very I very rarely leave it, leave anything. Sometimes leave some sauces. I sometimes over overdo it on the sauces.
0: Or on a dirty africata Okay, so is that MS, Waitrose, some Sainsbury's?
1: I'd go Tesco over say Tesco, Tesco next, then probably Sainsbury's. But if you can get into a waitress, that's why whenever we go anywhere, I'm really excited about the M&S Simply food. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> Cause if you go to like Weatherby services, like I would go out of my way. I would, I would go a slower route if it meant going
0: Via a, or, on a route yeah. that As we <laughs> went to go and see Bring Me the Horizon with free ticketed access from the band. You were more excited about the prospect of going <laughs> via Weatherby <laughs> Services because you wanted to go into the MS food hall. <laughs> that was it was only... brilliant, though,
2: wasn't it? It, was, it did well, yeah. That
0: was, uh, yeah. I mean, the
1: band were fine, but the, the
0: MS food on the sandwiches. way. Sandwiches, that's what we're here. The num-
2: for. number of Percy Pig variants now as yeah. well.
0: They're pushing it too far. They've pushed it back. They've pushed it <laughs> too far, if anything.
1: Uh, right, Youssef, so Youssef, come on. So I think it's me. Oh, it's you. It is you. Do a doubler. Yeah. No, no, I I didn't I never had one.
2: Yeah, so you just right. asked him about sandwiches.
1: Sandwiches, yes. Like, I'm happy for sandwiches to be my life hack because I I really agree with that at, a, at an emotional level.
0: Visceral level.
1: Um so I wasn't going to say this one, but this is it's not really a life hack, it's more just a nice thing that you can also get from M&S that's Percy Pig themed, which is Percy Pig ice cream which has better macros. Well, it's lower calorie than, or same ballpark as Halo Top. So it c- come in huge vats and it's got like marshmallows and raspberry sauce and vanilla pink, and strawberry ice cream. Like pink and white swirls. What, but it's really what's the calorie.
2: overall flavor?
1: Vanilla and strawberry, I would say.
0: So I had, when I snapped my Achilles last year, my friend Adam came around and delivered me Something from MS that was ice cream in a pink tub and it was bright pink. It wasn't swirly, but I, I swear it was. <laughs> I swear it was Percy Pig. It wasn't swirly. It wasn't a swirly. So
1: it's evolved over time. Oh, so the, have the, I maybe got the wrong type? You'd have got like the beta Percy Pig, the shit one. Because <sighs>
0: that was awful. You, you I couldn't like even. It? I, no, it was awful. fucking terrible. I was about to fight
1: you. Did it, did it taste like Percy Pig's? no it just tasted
0: it just tasted like frozen sugar frozen sugar mixed with mixed with
1: strawberry milk it was awful but it's not like broadly i no, mean, i've got a like, sweet tooth that's... i've got a sweet
0: tooth man i'll i'll tell you if something's nice when it's sweet and that was <laughs> fucking shit
1: but you don't like halo top do you
0: yeah i'm fine with halo top
1: i prefer Muforia. oh well, yeah who, i mean who doesn't
0: Ben and Jerry's Mufori. I mean, that,
1: yeah. I mean, we could could do a life hack on just sweet foods, I think. is brilliant.
0: uh, So you're saying Percy Pig's (laughs) ice cream.
1: So it's like it's a hidden low-calorie ice cream is is the the hack. So you would never assume I'm going to go to M&S and get some Percy Pig ice cream. Like, you immediately think that is going to be this, like, decadent, super high-calorie thing. It's actually on par with Halo it doesn't have the protein content but like I don't think that's why you're eating the ice cream in the first place so you can have I mean I have eaten an entire tub of this stuff before and it is very mechanically full at the end of this <laughs> it's, uh, but like 600 calories
0: what but, for a full yeah. tub
1: yeah wow and it's a bigger tub than Halo Top it's like
0: yeah yeah it'll be a proper yeah. bucket
1: it's it's like a, fa- a family serving across multiple weeks and I was like that looks like pudding
2: nice seth i think last life hacks then if it was back in june we were getting excited about the ios update that has live text recognition so now it's out and it is fantastic like it's really so what what it does is allows you in basically system-wide to recognize text in images so that's known as ocr optical character recognition i think so if you have a photo in your album of text or a sign or whatever you can literally just drag and select the text as you would with anything copy it into your notes or whatever what you can also do is when you're typing so let's say open up an apple note while you're listening to this tap on the cursor and like a barcode type image comes up a square with some lines press on that and then just hold it over a page in a book and it'll recognize all the text instantly and then you can just tap on the button and it just inserts that entire page as text into your apple note
0: i've just i've just done it there and it's 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 put text everywhere
2: it's text all over the
0: place i don't think i use it I don't think yeah, I don't think I would use it either. If I'm honest,
2: if you're reading a physical book and you're like, oh, "I want to just capture a couple of highlights or notes from that," yeah, okay, that's not.
0: Yeah, that's that's not bad. I suppose that wouldn't. It depends on whether or not you read on Kindle as much, because almost everything that I read is electronic now. Um, so
2: then it sinks into your thing. Yeah, yeah. There's probably there's probably some very inventive use cases of this feature that, like we've not really thought of. I think it lays the ground for some exciting stuff.
0: I'm trying to think about letters and correspondence and stuff like that, but all of that probably just needs a scan. It just needs a Microsoft Lens jobby, doesn't it? And, or a, a Evernote, whatever, and just saving down somewhere. Receipts are It the works same.
2: for uh, handwriting as well, though. So if you're me, a student mine. and you, you, you like to handwrite notes, well, <laughs> is, is your hand brutal, handwriting terrible? Brutal. Well,
1: and it'll convert it into like a notes file. Into, tech, into text text on screen yeah is there anything that because I still use scannable for evernote can I how do I get get like a i don't know an important offline physical document into Apple notes oh. so when you're in
2: when you're on your Mac, right click and just choose scan document and it activates your phone if it's nearby in scan mode and you can just hold it over the thing okay that's, need,
0: that's
1: ridiculous there's a real life
2: hack you don't even need to press like <laughs> Yes, okay. It'll just locate when, when there's a page and just wow. send it into
1: your thing on your Mac. And does it does it do as the Scannable app does where it will like almost like... It turns a, up like the contrast s- and finds
2: the edges and all that stuff, yeah. How do you do that? So right-click and say Scan Document. You can do it in an email, in a note, and the, the continuity is just delightful. It, Apple, it's, what, uh, it's really what locks you in from ever getting like an Android phone. Yeah. Oh my uh, god, it's just done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Desperately searching
1: for some documents to scan. Wow. I love how that wasn't even the life hack. We've just That's just the bonus. Yeah. The bonus hack that came it's with the, the life tip. hack.
0: Bonus round. Uh, okay, that's I've got round. so many good ones, I don't know what to do. Okay, so um, this is for anyone that's a freelancer or anyone that does bits of work Uh, outside of their main job or someone that just needs to negotiate rates that doesn't have a classic set rate for whatever it is that they do. So there's always this weird dance that you do, this sort of tango backward and forward. A client comes to you and says, hey man, or someone's friend, let's say that you design websites or that you teach people to play football or whatever. Someone comes to you and says, hey mate, uh, I've got this job. Um, I I need you to what 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 what's your price for building a website or for doing a weekend course for fifteen year olds that want to play football in a team or whatever it is that you do? Coach someone to get lean for a competition and there's always this sort of bizarre standoffish backwards and forwards game that you 're playing because you don 't know what their budget range is they don 't probably know what yours is unless they 're quite familiar with what it is that you do so getting yourself into the same universe is quite difficult. So you can often pitch your price at that time, something that you think it might be, but you don't want to pitch it so high that they'd say no and you don't want to pitch it so low. If they say yes instantly, you immediately feel like you've shit yourself. So for instance, I did this, I did this a few years ago. Someone had asked the price for me to do something and I'd come back with a price and they'd said yes instantly. Uh, first hack is if someone says that, immediately say plus VAT, because if they said yes, you can easily add 20%. That's a snidey thing just to do. <laughs> That's a very If slippery... Someone said yes straight away, yes. and you go, uh, uh, plus that, then you've got 20% on top, but you've already undercharged. So what you're trying to avoid is a situation where you undercharge so much that the person just comes back. So your answer should be, what's the budget? That's the question that you should ask in response. Hi, mate, can you do this thing for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean... Obviously, I, I want to make this work, but it's got to work for both of us. Like, what's, what's the what's the sort of budget that you guys are trying to hit? They will tend to come back usually around about ten to twenty percent below what their actual maximum budget is. So they won't come in with their real budget, but at least you know the ballpark that you're talking about. And if it's fifty percent of what you usually charge your time out at, then you say, look, like there's there's no really conversation to be had here. And if you are talking about that, a lot of the time, especially if it's corporate clients their budget is way, way higher than your time is actually worth. So by asking them what the budget is, you can usually go to quite easily that. You know exactly what uh, a minimum acceptable price would be, and you can probably push it a little bit more, maybe add some expenses on.
2: Job done. The the plus of art thing is morally reprehensible. It's, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's like, how do you try and squeeze as much Extract as much uh, money from someone as possible. I, I don't think that's the way to do business, Chris. Hopeless.
1: The principle is, like the extension from that is in any negotiation, you don't you don't say your number first. But so you like, said, I'll buy your Burt poster. Well, you establish you like, what like what would you accept for it. What would you accept for it?
2: For my Burt poster, yeah. So I'd, I'd have to factor in the the ball of me getting a new one because I don't. It's not up for sale. I don't want to have to buy a new one.
1: So I'd have yeah, straight to straight away. You're on the back foot, aren't you? Because like, God, what do I say here? Like, I don't. I don't know. Five pounds plus that.
0: Plus that, yes, <laughs> six pounds, yes. Now see, you've just made an extra pound. I don't see how that's morally
2: representative. I, I, I don't want an extra pound. It, but what What you've done there is like you've taken advantage of somebody. Somebody's willingness to just be a simple customer. No,
0: no, 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 no. I've taken. I've, of... I've offset me undercharging that person.
2: They wouldn't have said yes so quickly. That's your problem for undercharging in the first place. You, well, you I'm now no longer undercharging
0: them drugs. anymore because of that.
1: Well, <laughs> what about but, if they say, "Okay, can I have your VAT details?"
0: I say, not, uh, "Sorry, so mate. Not, not got. Not not got those. By the way, you're paying it into my personal account. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> also, not That's VAT hard. registered." Uh, If the HMRC are listening, that's obviously this entire sequence has been a huge joke and (laughs) dramatised. Yeah, yeah, and the company that I'm talking about is now now defunct and closed down. In any case,
1: nothing to do with Chris. Uh, Johan, what have you got? Me, me now. Um, This we've probably I feel like we've probably said this, but I've had this on my life hacks list for ages. It's it might be something you both do. But I'd be interested to hear your answer to it. I feel like the cornerstone of a day, if I like feel like I'm on top of stuff or I'm not on top of stuff, the difference, the thing that I do that helps me feel on top of stuff is empty my OmniFocus inbox to zero. So I like throw stuff in it all the time and it, it just builds and builds and builds and builds and there'll be like little things that I assume are tomorrow I'll empty my inbox and I'll, I'll do that thing and it'll take me a couple of minutes, I'll send that message or whatever. As long as I zero that everything's fine. <laughs> if I don't zero it, firstly I lose trust in the whole process and secondly I just miss things, things get pushed back. So that the hack is just if you follow any kind of like GTD, getting things done, capture process, I think the even more important habit is don't let things fester in your, in, in your inbox for more than, more than a day.
2: When you say you're doing that, is that you go through and do the items or you put them into the relevant
1: well, that's, list the pr- or schedule? So the process of like, if it's a less than two minute thing, just do it. So it's like, send this message or apply to this or send this to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or in OmniFocus, which is obviously the, the best app available, you would put it in <laughs> the correct project. So you like get it out of the inbox. So you are okay. This needs to be done this week. I'll allocate it to a day. This needs to be done on a date. This I need to be reminded about this in a month. It needs to be just put in a project. I'll review it later. But it needs to be like put in the appropriate place. But like by by just going through the inbox, the number you you end up having done like eight things that were like little bitty things that you probably wouldn't set time aside to do. But if you have the task of well every day I zero it, then you end up doing it anyway.
0: So is the inverse of this most bad days occur because of an overflowing inbox of small tasks that haven't been moved into their right places.
1: I think just like a, I mean, obviously nothing's different. Like I just haven't done some things, but I think I, you know, and you, you just feel like you have this mounding list of like little bitty stuff that you, that you forget, or you're more likely to forget stuff. And someone tells, gives you something else to do. And you already feel behind, um, if that lists like 30 things, Which, I mean, I don't even know how I do it. Like, I will easily get 20 or 30 things in that list a day just from little bits that, like, someone will say something or get an email and forward it to that or whatever. Um, So do you both do that or not? And if not, why not?
0: So my my OmniFocus use is less sophisticated than yours. Mine tends to not be – I don't tend to have things that are more than a couple of days out, and if I do – they're just in, so I'll tend to just get get tasks and do them as they come, because most of them are less than two minutes. And the only big things that I need to do are general weekly big routine tasks. So I I don't usually have big chunks in my inbox that fester, but I certainly notice that when I have a I haven't done a weekly review, it's it's an ugly it's an ugly situation down there.
1: You mm. <laughs> just don't want to look at it. No. But if I said to you, like for example, um chris you should watch invasion on apple tv because you'd really like it should i and we we'll, yeah we'll talk about that i imagine we're we gonna do a quick round at the end with tv you should watch invasion on apple tv it's brilliant would you not put that in OmniFocus, or would you put it somewhere else would you not have a place to put it
0: probably w- yeah i probably wouldn't have a, a a place to put it stuff that's that recreational doesn't tend to go in OmniFocus.
1: Oh, I just have a list of stuff like stuff that people recommend. It was this was Yusuf's idea, I think.
2: Yeah, I need and to And then you put in the,
1: brackets who who the
2: the Jeff Bezos South Park episode.
1: Still on my
0: list. <laughs> <laughs> like Kabuki movement
2: systems. Kabuki. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like that's my, that my Kabuki movement systems. That Well, that's what big... started the whole thing because I was like, Johnny, you need to watch the South Park episode. This was about 18 months ago. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's see what else is on there from Yusuf. Stu McGill's mental models for success? Millennials, Simon Sinek, Stephen Fry on the US versus UK humor. It's weird hearing these because it's like, oh yeah, Simon Cynic
0: video on millennials is six years old. Still very true. Yeah, it's probably getting it's getting older (laughs) as well. Uh, so what's what's the trick?
1: The the hack is just like it's a really quick way. If you if you keep lists, if you use something like OmniFocus or TickTick, Tick, which I, I imagine some people listening do because of how much we talk about it, I think it's like the first life hack that you said was have a capture <laughs> process. Yeah. So if you have a capture process, you have a list of stuff that is day, every day getting bigger. So if you're using an app like OmniFocus or I assume TickTick, Tick, then there'll be an inbox function. Each day, just have a habit of zeroing it. So either like sort it or just do the thing. And if you start your day like that, within 30 minutes, you've done several things. You've already like built this momentum with really easy stuff. You're already feeling productive. And nothing ever really gets up. You don't like forget stuff that you wanted to remember yesterday.
0: That does go a little bit against do the most important, biggest task of the day first. That eat the it largest does. frog that you can.
1: It does. But then, like, how can you know what the largest frog is if you're not clear on all of the things on the...
0: Or oh, this would be where a good uh, end of day yeah. process would work. But the number of people that I know who have got motherfucker morning routines and absolute basic bitch evening routines, pretty much it, that's it's everyone, <laughs> because your willpower is so low and no one's ever actually got round to it. And by the time that you get, you're distracted by whatever and this thing's just happened. So, yeah, avoid overwhelm by clearing your capture inbox is how I've noted that Love it. Um, i think it's a good it is a good one overwhelm definitely appears in it's a linear relationship between how much stuff is unsorted in your capture inbox <laughs> and how much overwhelm you feel i,
1: I think the, the key like side effect of it is you end up just not you know you put something in your inbox and you think "Wow, well, i'm not going to look at that for seven days anyway so you like don't trust it very much which means you use it less mm-hmm. yeah there has to be
0: it, a, it has to be time bound a little bit there has to be pressure yeah
1: if like it if goes in there, I'm I know gonna I'm going to
0: see it again at some point.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to look at it tomorrow. So as long as I know I'm going to look at it tomorrow, like I can get I can trust the system and that's get it out, it out of my head. About trust Trusting yeah. the system.
0: Yeah. I like that. Cool. Cool. Seth, what you got?
1: We've talked about this off
2: podcast, but I recently bought something which I thought would be really crap, and I did a bit of digging, looked at the reviews and stuff, and it's actually brilliant. Is a Cordy robotic vacuum cleaner. So. What this does, and it, looking at all the reviews, there's because the, they all look the same, and you're like, mm, okay, are they all similar? Turns out they're not. They have very different levels of power and AI. Um, Can you AI. explain what,
0: what this is?
2: So it looks like a disc that just goes around your house. And it has two little arms that do this, and it vacuums your house. And it's, it uses like an AI recognition thing to, to bump into walls and make sure it covers the entire room. It's got anti-drop, so if it goes over a step it won't just fall over into the into the kitchen and do that it'll like <laughs> <laughs> it'll make its way around your house systematically and it's brilliant like you can set it on a schedule so every day, when you're out the house, it just hoovers your whole house and you come back and you've just got spotlessly vacuumed house. So a few things to consider. First, I had a look on AliExpress. At the options mm. and one of them said uh has a camera on the front but data will not be sent to Chinese government uh will only, you're like mm, okay if it's specifying that <laughs> the
0: I lady doth protest too much the Roomba <laughs> doth protest too much
2: so you're just like okay I think I'll just go Amazon for this one um maybe not the thing to get from AliExpress two problems that it's had three problems one of them is that um if you don't empty the bag it does a poo so you'll find like it'll just do a little poo in the middle of your living room with with all the crap that it's like
0: compacted swept
2: up um if you leave something like a sock or a wire around it'll get caught on the sock and just completely like devour it um because it's got these little arms and then the third thing is, if you don't program it properly like I do, like I didn't, is that it, it started to go on the automatic schedule at four in the morning. <laughs> and so you can just hear this, like, faint, you, you know, when you're half asleep and you, something's waking you up, but you're not quite awake enough, and it's just like, mm, and you're like, what's that? And you're kind of in and out of sleep, and then you hear something go <laughs> against your door, and it's just the little thing bumping against your room, and then you're like. Oh, it's the fucking This has gone off at four in the morning. But then you you have that battle with yourself of like it'll finish its round soon, and I'll let it. It'll go back to sleep because it goes back to its own home again. But it didn't for ages, and then you sat for the next half an hour. Like I should have just got up, taken it back to its
0: put it back in, in its own yeah. house. Why not get a Roomba?
2: Roomba is good as well, but Cordy seems to be. Has the best sucking power according to the reviews. How often do you
0: need to replace the bag or uh, I exit the shit out? For,
2: so for me, in a two-bedroom house that's carpeted, every two rounds of the house.
0: Wow, so pretty frequently.
2: Quite frequently, but it's it's like a plastic thing, so you just you take it out, empty it into the bin, put it back in. It's
1: very quick. And it doesn't like there's no alarm or anything to tell you it's full. It just starts doing poo yeah (laughs) right
0: you just get to you have to understand the tolerance of how much how often it needs to be done and then you get Get to get to know it because your house has a lot of things on the floor tables and cushions and books and a a roller and parallettes and it's got little corridors and stuff yeah so how does it deal with those
2: it it can it's pretty good at like detecting it maps out where those things are and kind of goes underneath them i should say as well like there is going to be a point where, once you've done three or four rounds of your house, that you've dealt with most of the buildup of the, the stuff and the dust and things. So, the next few rounds are just top ups, aren't they? So, you, so it's not like you have to empty the bag. So, you suggesting?
0: Time. Are you suggesting that someone is to front load the amount that their mm. Roomba <laughs> goes, and then once you've done that, you dial it back to maintenance levels?
2: Yeah, blast and cruise. Yeah, cool. Cool,
1: oh, and it'll be able to go longer without doing a poo.
0: Yep.
2: Exactly. What's That's it what called again? Avoid.
0: What's the name of it?
2: Mine's a Cordy. C O R E D Y. C O R E D Y. And it's about £150, pounds, I think. Cordy. Which, like, if anyone has a price objection... I know you, you guys won't have a price objection to that, but for anyone who's thinking, like, oh, well, I'm not paying £150 quid for a Hoover, like, if you were to get a house cleaner, what's that, £30, £40 quid per pop, you only need to use it a few times and you've broken even on it.
0: I mean, that, that being said... It doesn't do the same job as a house cleaner. A house cleaner yeah, well, will do everything else. This is an area yeah. of the job of a house cleaner. It's, okay, still, so I it's then, still
1: cheaper, though. I think. What we've got to Believe
2: do is it. say, okay, the house cleaner does forty pounds, and forty percent of that is hoovering. So then you you calculate it based on. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, um, I am. Um, so this was something that someone did to me recently, and I thought it was a, a very charming way to do an introduction. So a lot of the time you need to reach out to someone, you're not really too sure how to do it. Do I send them an email? Do I send them a message? Maybe you're contacting them on social media. This only works for slightly less professional things. It can still be to do with jobs or whatever, but it can't work for a a proper job application. Uh, Send someone a video introduction. So a guy reached out to me on Twitter and it was just a selfie video of him recorded in his home office saying, Hi mate, uh, really love what you do with the podcast. Just wanted to ask if you would blah 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 blah. Uh, here's a thing. Here's a thing. And thank you very much. And just sent that and his email address. And that was it. And that was all he did. And it took me fifty seconds to watch while I was eating a yogurt or something. And it was just done. And it really <laughs> stood out. Sorry, dipped into <laughs> an onken yogurt. Uh, and it really stood out as a quite a charming way to do it. An introduction. It's very low input from you as the person. I would still prefer overall a short text message, I think, like a, a sub-20-second read, three, three sentences or less, but as a change-up and as a way to catch attention of someone maybe. It's probably better for catching attention actually than for doing other stuff. If you're trying to maybe reach out to someone that's a little bit above you in the clout hierarchy – Selfie video, pretty good solution.
1: We've been getting more like video, audio, outreach messages from people and like l- people putting more effort into like cold email as well. Or, like they'll tell a big story and you- it just takes a while to get to the critical question of like, what can I want? delete this or not? Yes. Yeah, what what do you want? Can I delete this message?
0: <laughs>
1: Basically, <laughs> So, so did did the video message work? Yes. Right. Yep. Do so you reply to him saying, yep. Yep. "Do not, do not send me, <laughs> do not send me videos
0: asking for diet and training <laughs> advice." That's what I said. No, it worked. It worked, and we uh we did a we did a thing. It was good. Did a thing. Did a thing. Yeah. yeah. Success, Johnny. Success. What have we got?
1: It's another niche one, but it's a for anyone in the niche, it's a banger of a of a hack and it's also time sensitive so when is this getting released
0: uh probably in a week's time
1: okay so if anybody owns ping golf clubs of anything that is that qualifies they, i mean i got tremendously excited about this and you'll see why they are giving away for free this company called arcos set sell, sell these things that you screw into the end of your club and it collects loads of data on like all your shots and how far they go and all this sort of stuff they sell for like 250 quid or maybe more than that, like closer to 300 quid. And if you have ping golf clubs, you can get some for free, completely for free. And all you do is put the serial number in from your golf club on the website and they send you them for free. And mine just arrived today. Fantastic. So if you're into that sort of thing, if you play golf and you have ping golf clubs, I think you only need like one club that qualifies. You get a full set. So you get like 250 quids of the stuff completely for free
0: wow so this is you've got bar tracker and club head tracker <laughs> as
1: well yeah so it doesn't quite do the same thing which is a bit of a shame but um it's like the i think you stuff put it like the the version one tech of this sort of thing
0: so how many it's, trackers do you get because you've put one ping club in and how many have they sent you
1: so you get 14 so you get a full bag wow. so you get One for your putty, one for every club and then you get an app that tracks it all and makes sense of all the data. And
0: what does it do? What's this for? Like club head speed and stuff like that? So
1: so like it'll, let's say you play a hole in golf, you'll like tee off and you'll take your fairway shot and you write chip and putt. It knows that all of that's happened. So it tracks a number well, of shots. Well, I mean, that,
0: that's, that's kind of pointless because you know that it's happened.
1: But, but it tells you how far each club's gone. It tells you when you hit your driver, you 50% of the time it goes slightly left, 50% of the time it's on the fairway. How does
0: it know where the ball is?
1: because you have to walk to the ball.
0: Oh, so it GPSs from position so one to position two. Yeah. So and it then...
1: picks up like, oh, he's hit that club. Now he's walked here. Now he's hit the next club. So log club, I mean, I assume yeah. log club one as went this far. It just gives you, it, it, it then summarizes it as here are three things that you're bad at. Here are three things that you need to double down on after each round. Wow. I, I just think it's, it's it's the way that like probably all sports will eventually go like smart, smart tech and like gives you data on. But do my, uh,
0: my my housemate is a physio for Newcastle Falcons and some of the information that the guys it's
1: got like a thing on there. Yeah, they've got a GPS
0: it. thing. Have you seen this Seth? So it's, no, it plugs it's, A posture. It's in the back of their shirts, the rugby players playing shirts. They have the same in football as well. And it's a soft tablet type thing, like a, a big um bluetooth sort of tracker thing like that but it's soft it's and it just is GPSed up and it says speed chronic load gps position mileage covered that's cool all sorts of stuff i think some of the some of the more advanced <coughs> ones has got g forces so for cutting and changing directions the quickest pace that people have cut and changed i imagine we- that
1: can like pre- prevent against like r- repeat concussion and it's huge and for injuries like it's huge for yeah. chronic
0: load especially in a sport like rugby
2: very excited about this stuff, like because there's now AirPod equivalents that can do heart rate and temperature and GPS stuff, and through the, all the ear. workout tracking stuff through the ear. And it's like, of course, like I don't know why we didn't think of that in the past. That of course you can get a pulse and a temperature from the ear. So yeah, I think we're getting to the point where wearables will be, will be in the stuff that we already use and track. They still whole haven't. Stuff.
0: I I still maintain that no one has captured the wearables market properly yet no No one's one's done it it properly i would love to i would love to hear if someone thinks if someone that's listening thinks that they've got the solution but it's not the garmin whatever version 7 or the version 8 that's just come out i don't think that's that good the whoop is okay but it doesn't do everything that you need the apple watch doesn't do everything that you need no one's got it yet
2: you know what's going to be awesome about apple watch is the glucose tracking so the (laughs) 24-hour glucose tracking but Um, why
0: so yeah. is this in case well, we start to do carbonite again?
2: This is more from like a medical science perspective, <laughs> oh, more than like a sort of daily thing. But I, I asked a diabetes consultant, like, what do you think of this supposedly transcutaneous laser glucose tracking in the next generation Apple Watch? Like, is it bullshit? And she was like, actually, it's not. We can quite accurately Check the glucose from a transcutaneous blood viscosity laser. What percentage,
0: what percentage of the population are diabetic?
2: Pretty it, type one or type two.
0: Well, both of them need to track their glucose, presumably.
2: It would be type two; they don't necessarily need to, but it would be helpful. Um, and type one, they definitely do. So, quite a significant proportion of people are. But the problem is maybe. Yeah, um I'm but, just
0: thinking. This is a very specialised use case
2: tracking your blood glucose as a in, as an individual or as an athlete is also helpful like if you you know the the peter atia ben greenfield people are so big on this and like i think peter atia has glucose as like the primary thing that he tries to optimize is, right? is that
0: what what he's bothered about he's mr
2: glucose <laughs> i think it's up there the, the, the Glucose is like glute medius
0: <laughs> in my bursa <laughs> Yeah, I just I I can't wait for someone to get it right, and I'm surprised I that Apple hasn't. And because Apple hasn't yet, I don't think it's going to be them.
1: But you, it might track, like track your glucose and all these things, but you still got to plug it in every night. So yeah. straight you not do yeah.
0: sleep tracking because you can't you can't wear it for a day. Night.
1: And then so we've annoying. released a new band, and all that does is like a pulse oximeter. Now.
0: Yes, yeah, the <sighs> a four point oh, and it's the it's the most highly valued wearable in the world what do you mean it just As got like, it just got another round of investment on wall uh, street see, oh right see the company yeah. Uh, yeah that's
1: because they've got a recurring model it's so clever like they're just roping people in the monthly recurring
0: get yourself a membership deal yeah but i just it, ah. berserk that isn't it berserk that a 25 pounds a month or 20 pounds a month membership deal can piss all over an 800 quid garmin watch is that how much they are? It's the top, top, top end ones I think are six six hundred quid. But
1: it's all just a, two green lights on your wrist. Like it's all they're not they're not producing better sensors. It's just what's the algorithm doing with that data?
0: Yeah,
1: and I, I'm amazed that Apple aren't leading the fields with it because they're in, they're in that market. But I think the Apple Watch is weak. I'd quite like Apple to win this because then it's all just in Apple. Health I want it
2: to be part of yeah.
0: the Apple infrastructure as well, but I am I'm saddened by the fact that they've had so many bites at the app. What is it? The Series Seven out now or the Series Eight? And probably yeah. They've just how many how many iterations of this product do you need
2: to try and I don't know.
0: It's what kind of push?
2: It's push features as well. It's like, oh, hey, you can get a lead to ECG and a pulse oximeter, and you're like, well, okay, but I don't really care about those variables. Like, I want to be able to track my do?
1: fucking sleep. It's still going <laughs> to annoy me every time I get a message and it goes Bing, and buzzes in your wrist. Like, I I turn all the notifications off on my phone, so like straight away, all those benefits go. Yes. I just I want to be able to wear it for seven days, aren't it? Yeah. Plug it in.
0: There are some of the new uh, Collard was showing me one of his new garments that he doesn't need to. I think he charges it once every ten days. And that's pretty, uh, it uses, the screen looks a little bit like a backlit, backlit e-ink type thing. So the advantage with e-ink is that it doesn't use any energy uh, right, unless okay. it's changing. So it sets the uh, screen and then leaves it and sets the screen and leaves it, which is much more energy. That's why Kindles last for months rather than for days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I good. Ar- Arcos fit, fit Ping it. Club Tracker deal. Yep. Yes. Cool. Cool. Yes.
2: Seth, what you got? Interesting. This is another physical one um, from our good friend Robbie. Um, <laughs> so he recommended to me that if you're having a, let's say you're working in a annoying organisation where you're always trying to deal with like mistakes from payroll or HR or something like that, like and then, the NHS, for example, you know, and and you. <laughs> And, and, and you know, let, let's say you've been underpaid for months and months and you, you know, um, and so you're on the phone and you're trying to get something sorted. And then the person goes, oh, yeah, fine. Like, we'll we'll get this done and you'll you'll get this paid on the 20th and you go, OK, cool. And then you don't hear back from them and then you email on the 20th and you're like, I've not heard anything. And then they go, well, we can't see any record of it. And you go, no, we said it on the phone and, and you, ha- you haven't all, all just all this nonsense stuff. He says, as soon as you have a phone call, you don't need to get them to confirm it in writing. Sometimes you ask them, Oh, can you just send me an email and confirm it in writing? And they don't. He said, You can just send them an email that says, Hey, thanks for the chat, as discussed, blah, 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 point one, point two, point three. Brilliant. Unless they then go back and say, No, I didn't say that, then you've got it in writing. It leaves the onus back on you to do that. So it so provides solution.
0: a bit more protection. I, I like the idea of providing more protection, but it I still think that you there's enough slippage in there for a company to get out. There's culpable deniability.
2: There there might be I I don't know where better than and, nothing by miles. Yeah, and I I'm also not sure where the law stands on you like recording calls and things. Can't like,
0: do it unless you tell someone that you're doing it for training
1: and quality purposes.
0: <laughs> for training and quality purposes, yeah, exactly. Uh, so so yeah. what would this be? Send Probably. a summary email of.
2: As discussed.
0: Uh, yeah, of course. As discussed. <laughs> that's such a uh, that's such an r c fucking way to start an email, isn't it? No one's ever received a good email that starts <laughs> yeah. with, start as with as discussed. discussed. Pertaining to the aforementioned conversation around the uh, okay, this one. So I'm going to Texas. I'm not sure if I've mentioned, but I'm going to Texas, and. This is such a fucking good way to do it. A lot of the time you arrive somewhere, realise that they don't have the same plug that you do and that you don't have enough converter plugs. You just need one converter plug and a multi-socket to take with you. So I now have a eight-gang, five-metre multi-socket that lives in my suitcase. One of those, and then you just need a single converter, and that's eight plugs that you can use. I bet.
1: Someone listening to this will message in and say that that is not a safe thing to do.
0: I've done it for ages.
1: God, that doesn't mean it's safe. <laughs> I've
0: not had any problems. I don't know what you're talking oh, well, about. Well, I've not nice encountered <laughs> n n of one here has bro scienced his way through all of these issues. It's just a bit. Just, of, it's just a bit of plastic. I don't so understand I, what the problem so I
1: is. I, I'm sure there's something to do with like the U.S. socket isn't earthed.
0: Well, there's only think, two pins. Yeah.
1: Yeah and you're what you're doing is overloading
2: that connection i'd love someone to to comment if they're watching the video or something on some is it when you have like a multi socket and the fuse is only is for the whole thing and not for every individual one so if you put five kettles on it it won't blow the fuse of the mains but it could be unsafely drawing too much power from the whole unit
1: I okay. just remember I have this memory of it at uni that was like really strict on multi sockets and particularly for things like kettles and so I don't know what you're planning on plugging into it, Chris. So Maybe I need to
0: it. I need to be able to power this. So I need to take what you see in front of you to America inside of oh, a inside of a suitcase. Oh you, you see it
1: in front of you. Yeah. The rest of us can see your bedroom. If you're going to take that and plug all of that in,
0: that's going to be difficult. Yeah. So I need to take. <laughs> what do you mean
1: what you see in front of you? Yeah. What I see in
0: front of me. What you what you see lighting me behind what you're looking from is
2: <laughs> what uh, you can see in front of you. This it's is Sam Harris meditation, isn't it? Like turn the turn eye around
0: it. on itself. Look notice notice thing. that awareness itself actually actually completely disappears. Um. So <laughs> LED two LED panels, a laptop, a USB. Uh sound interface uh a double usb dummy battery for the camera uh, another uh hair light a snidey version of the Philips hue because i wasn't going to fly my Philips hue out with me uh to do some sort of teal thing behind me that's pretty much it. it's going to it's going to at least be five or six oh and the um laptop as well and a toaster and a toaster, and the two kettles that I always boil at all times.
1: <laughs> and like a really unsafe, cheap filament heater.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of those oil radiators that's got the two switches on. Yeah, Next
1: to a glass of water that you keep spilling.
0: Yeah, and a hairdryer. Sounds- uh, so that's – well, I mean, if, if I burn the Airbnb that I'm staying in down, you'll know why, and as will the entire internet. They'll know why.
2: Yeah, Dean can take that as an edit. Put it as a reel.
0: Yeah, he'll make it as a reel, and for... that can be my obituary. Christ, uh, I've got more, but how many have you? Are we on to Netflix for you boys yet? I've
1: or... got, I've got quite a few things for Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So have I've you got,
0: got any more? Have you got any more normal ones? Or
1: I, I have one, but it's it's quite fresh for me. But I think it's quite a hit. It. We was do just it. talking about it. So, Greg Knuckles is a very well-known guy in the uh, strength... Fighting world. <laughs> Not in the fighting world. He's a, I think he's a powerlifter, but he runs... I can't remember the name of his website. But anyway, he's just released a new app called Macro Factor, which is going head-to-head with like the MyFitnessPals, etc. Um, and it has some really cool features on it, such as being able to describe in a sentence what you eat, ate for a meal and it estimates the the calories of it using AI or something. It's got fucking like
0: natural that. language recognition. Some some, some for... sort of
1: machine learning thing. Holy um, shit, this is like Siri
0: yeah. for food.
1: I think so. I've never actually tried it, but um and, and it, it's all they've also just added all of the UK barcode database to it. So it does cool stuff like plans like tells you how much food to eat. Like if you plug in your weight and what you eat every day, it just does the rest for you. Um, and there's a, I think, a seven day trial. So macro I'm in the factor. middle of trying it. Macro Factor. Loads of loads of people in the like the fitness world at the moment are trying it and raving about it. And I think, like, as you probably know, Chris. Like, well, I think you, maybe you're the same. None of us are that keen on MyFitnessPal, really. No. But if you're going to tra- try and track your diet, there's not much out there that's really that great. It's
2: it's funny. MyFitnessPal, video conferencing apps, and wearables are three things where like there is. A kind of lesser of all the evils that we use, but reluctantly. And yeah,
1: it's where so... they're all so close, so close to being really good, but no one's come out and gone like, this is this is how it should be done. This seems pretty close. So I mean, I've only tried it for, I've only entered a couple of days of information, but especially if the natural language thing works. Um,
0: That's crazy. That's proper Stephen Wolfram shit.
1: Yeah. So AI describe just. Describe your meal by text or voice. Uh, right, I'm,
2: I'm just going to get it now.
1: <laughs> Cause... Hey, Siri,
0: I just ate four bags of raisins and an <laughs> donk yogurt. You are over on your sodium for today. <laughs> stop. Please stop.
1: Now. 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 No. Those aren't wow. jelly Tots.
0: They're fruit passers. Okay,
1: so I typed in like eight ounce steak and chips, and it's estimated a portion of chips and steak and entered it. Give me give me give me a meal.
0: Um two chicken breasts. Rice. Broccoli. Come on, Chris. Nando's sauce. <laughs> a fresh egg. A fresh
2: egg. <laughs> Not an old one. Not, yeah, it must be fresh.
1: There we are. Let's see uh, what And a in. fresh egg to break the AI feature. I mean, it's done it all. Oh, wow. It's done it all. So uh two chicken breasts, one cup of rice, a floret of one floret of broccoli, mm. some sauce, and a large egg. Oh man.
0: <laughs> That's pretty fucking great. That's
1: so cool, isn't it? That's pretty that so good. good. So yeah,
0: didn't it Matt's- wasn't my Fitness Pal, wasn't it that you could take a photo of your food and it would try and do the same?
1: So I, I think that was just a team of people looking at the photo. You're kidding me. I, I remember hearing Johnny. that. I don't, I don't know whether that's Yo right her. or not. <laughs> but but that is. This is like that story
0: about those online bank, online casinos <laughs> where the the women are strapped to the desks and they're forced to deal cards until they fall asleep. And there's all those videos of them being dragged off the set. Have you seen this? Well, I haven't. It's that's that's the same level of conspiracy that you're talking about here. You know that my fitness pal, take a photo of your food thing. they've got loads of (laughs) loads of people chained to the desk and they just have to they're gonna identify loads of food.
2: I've typed in overworked guy looking at pictures being like
0: Yeah, it's about that. Everyone (laughs) on macros are Ten,
1: ten, 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 ten. I've (laughs) typed in big greasy pizza lol. (laughs) Yeah, I've broken it. Uh, shame.
0: All right, so macro. Macro factor. Slice,
1: one slice of pizza, but it's still giving me an entry for pizza, and it didn't think like it was funny. <laughs> macro factor has has so much potential. I Seth, would say. What you
2: got? So I've got three. Do you want all three, or should I? Should I pick one and That's
0: save two them for the next one? Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. Don't blow so, mind. do you want a physical or a digital? Johnny, what do you want? I want a digital.
2: Meteormatics is Bless a service that has a calendar API for weather. Very cool. So you can subscribe to a calendar for your city and it just enters it as an all-day event in your calendar with little emojis based on what the weather's going to be. So if you use your calendar as a day planner, it's got the weather in there too.
1: The, my only I love the idea of it. My only issue with it is how far off the weather forecast is all the time. To the extent that it's, you just can't place any reliance on How, it.
2: Also. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I mean, you mean weather forecast in general,
1: not not. Yeah, yeah, no, no, things. yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. But I suppose like it's, better. that's not that's not the problem with. Does your this not mean
0: that you've got fucking millions and millions of appointments on your calendar that are all tiny little emojis?
2: It's a one-day event. Also, it's not like it doesn't give you the like breakdown of the. So it's just the day.
0: It's, it's rain, the entire day. Yeah. So you have one emoji for a twenty-four hour period.
1: Sad. So it's like an all-day, an all-day appointment at the top of ICal. Yes, and it would be like a cloud. For yeah. example.
0: that's
2: fucking horseshit. <laughs> is that because you want time breakdown? What so how,
1: say how you really feel, Chris? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chris is upset because I called his other hack morally reprehensible. <laughs> this is my. This is fucking
0: payback time. That's shit. That's that's sh- it's shit
2: <laughs> explain
0: i don't want to know what the aggregate of all of today's weather is going to be i don't want to know what the weather is going to be at the moment that i require to know the weather that's why the weather changes throughout the day it's like say oh what what's the temperature going to be next year i don't fucking care i want to know what the temperature is going to be at the time that i require it
2: even if it's not accurate
0: well if it's not accurate then what's the point of any of this discussion
2: well, yeah, this is it. Well, I mean, yeah. I could,
0: I could do that. I could get someone, I could get someone, a a, a three year old to just randomly hit keys on a keyboard and go, oh, it's going to be QAV Batman symbol today. Fantastic! I better wear my coat. Yeah, I think more
2: accurate for a three year old, is you just you send three year old outside? You go, hey, three year old, can you go outside? Tell me if it's cold or not.
0: That is the same level of accuracy that you're getting by putting an emoji at the top of your icon. <laughs>
2: So, I have to admit, I did it for a few days and I disabled it.
0: (laughs) Are you potentially trying to infect an entire thousands and thousands of people? You're going to try and infect them with something that you've already decided wasn't worth your time to keep a hold of? I'm
2: palming off my life hack (laughs) onto people that. So, what's this life hack that people want to
0: avoid? If they want to make sure that they avoid it, what's it called?
2: That, that that's why I'm not like really defending it that hard because I'm like, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, see, I see Chris's point of like, if let's if say the emoji is rain, what do you do with that information? Because if you look outside and it's, it's not raining, then immediately the emojis, is are not curious. Well, yes, yeah, but it,
2: it depends if you're like, oh, I'm planning a walk today.
1: But then you, what you would want to look at is like, well, when is it going to rain?
2: And where, yeah. Mm. yeah. What's this, what's this it's AIDS called, app called? It, meteo How do I spell that? M-E-T-E-O-matics.
1: Okay. The the sentence like, QAV Batman symbol, I better wear my coat. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Okay, <laughs> uh, final one. So this was from a 3-Minute Monday newsletter the other day. In fact, it was from today's one, which is, I'll send a car. So I stole this from James Smith's manager, who I've worked with for 15, 16 years, and he was saying that a lot of the time, let's say that you're trying to get someone to do a favor for you, um, maybe you're trying to get someone to come on your podcast, or you want someone to attend an event that you've got going on, or whatever it might be, um, they're just not sure, they're on the fence, and you need to just push them over the line. If you just tell them that you'll send a car for them, that usually gets them past the final hurdle. So, an Uber. It, Well, no. So in London, he would say an Addison Lee, which is an Uber with a man wearing a tie. Um, But anywhere else, you could do probably an Uber exec or something else. But I'll send send a car for you. Don't worry, we'll send a car for you. It's just, it flatters people enough. It removes any of the inconvenience around transport. Am I going to have to get the tube or a train or something else? You know, especially if it was going to be perhaps a long journey, a couple of hours or whatever that you're needing to get someone to go for. If you say that you'll send a car for them, it's probably going to cost, I don't know, a 100 quid an hour to get the car-ish, let's say something like that. But you've locked in this person to do the thing that you need them for. Now, obviously, they need to be adding more value than that, but I'll send a car is a
1: good hack. That's nice. The last time I was in an Uber was with Chris and the Mm -hmm. driver... Got very upset that I hadn't entered McDonald's as the destination, and Chris was very sure that he wanted to go to McDonald's.
0: Ah, uh, yes, of course.
1: <laughs> so, I, like, I've never really looked into the Uber app before, but there's a lot of stuff you can do. Like, yeah, stop off at different if,
0: destinations. Yeah, yeah. It's... And you
1: obviously handled it. Like, I see. Did you get to McDonald's? I ended up at McDonald's. Yeah. Drive through. Yeah. Job done. Where did you get?
0: Uh, s- nine chicken nuggets because they do boxes of, n- of six, nine and twenty now. Nine chicken nuggets uh, student cheeseburger because they never check um, a large <laughs> McChicken sandwich extra value meal with Diet Coke and student a cheeseburger. crunchy McFlurry. Yeah, because you get a free cheeseburger That's
1: a hell of a meal. That's a big meal that Chris. So you've got a meal and then some chicken nuggets on the side and then an extra cheeseburger and then pudding.
2: Yes something i love about the fact that if you're in full-time education you need a cheeseburger <laughs> <laughs> that's by design and also the number nine chicken nuggets i bet a lot of thought has gone into that a lot yeah. of maths
1: yeah well, no thought just analysis yeah lots of split testing
0: yeah mm-hmm. not eight not ten
1: uh it is upsetting the jump from nine to twenty is it's too big of a jump. There should have been something in between, in my opinion.
0: But nine is... Six was too few. Six was
1: always too few. Always been too few, yeah. Well, I look, think nine's... Get... nine's a... I think it's all right, because you could get 12, 18. Okay, gives four... you options. Um, yeah, I hadn't really thought about... You don't. Look, I don't look at them as like, well, I could get multiple. I could get more of the six option. Well, this it's is you. Awesome. This is us sitting down
0: in fucking coop and you trying to get three quarters of a chicken all <laughs> over again, isn't it?
1: But like like if I back. change one thing about the world, like they leave the world a better place, it'll be to get Coop to put three quarters of a chicken on their menu.
2: <laughs> like, well, if, if you get full?
1: You're getting a whole chicken, aren't you? So if if, if you give him out. some of your chicken, no, 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 you're misunderstanding me. What I would like you to bring me it's, is take imagine, a chicken. so imagine, imagine a, chicken. a whole chicken. <laughs> <laughs> imagine ah! A quarter take out of that. Bit. If that would be to be removed and given to somebody else, what I'd like is the rest <laughs> of that. <laughs> brought to me what remains to is my chicken be off, to be mine okay, okay. tries to get me in on some kind of like where i get oh, bled, what do you rem- the and...
0: what do you I get, uh... I get
1: bobbed off with like the, the bits that no one really wants and <laughs> dirty up yeah,
0: ghost pepper
1: sauce you
0: remember when you ate that sauce that we had to sign a waiver oh, before you because, had it yeah i think you
1: handled it really well you
0: were sweet
1: yeah, you look completely unflapped
2: by the I whole didn't, thing. I didn't feel it. It was a strong source.
0: That's the Egyptian so just, in you, though, isn't it?
2: The Scoville, yeah, I mean, Scoville points. It's the, the dispassionate Cairo driver in me that just keeps <laughs> the horn with a straight face. Um, so,
0: it's the, it's the,
2: the school shooter
0: in you that holds the handgun with the other hand down by its side.
2: So for, for reference, for people listening, this source, so the Scoville unit system is... Based on if you have one drop of this sauce in X amount of water, can you still taste the chili? And then it's based on like the number of units of water that you add to it. Tabasco is 9000 Scoville units. This sauce that Johnny and Chris made me get and sign the disclaimer for is 15 million Scoville units. So it's orders of magnitude hotter than Tabasco.
1: It was brutal. <laughs> but you, honestly, you, you were tried it. Unfaced. It's, like, it's like when Chris got you the um, Ray Nephews overproof rum, yeah, the Ray, oh, yeah. like eighty percent rum, and you sipped it. Yeah, you, you sipped it. In no one eye. sips it. Yeah, it's quite strong.
2: You're like, well, I'm gonna have to, you know, like very stoic <laughs> And then very you got stoic. something with honey. this is my
0: fate. Something with honey. Jack it's Daniel's delicious. honey. That was delicious. Yeah, really. that is nice. That is quite nice. Right, should we do some Netflix and stuff that we've been watching recently? Yes. Yes, please. Johan.
1: It me. Um, Well, I'll start with what I suggested to you. So this is on Apple TV, and it's an Apple TV original. But if you have an Apple device, I think we're on a year's free trial of it or something crazy. Um, It's called Invasion. And you can just tell that they have... So you can just tell that Apple are desperately trying... To get involved in the streaming world because everything they put out there is so there's so much money on into it like the production level so it's basically a, a, a view on like what would happen if we were invaded by aliens and they were hostile and it like plays out with like multiple storylines across like a, there's a soldier there's a family there's an astronaut that and it's really it's um, it's like four episodes in it comes out every friday Really, really good.
0: Is this one with Tom Hanks?
1: No, but that's also an Apple original that's just come out. But yeah, it's called Invasion, I think. Nice. But I think with your kind of space interest, Chris, I think you should like it. Nice. I mean, I think I think everybody will like it. But it'll be but...
0: on the snidey Amazon Fire Stick that <coughs> I absolutely don't have.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you were to have it. If wouldn't.
0: I was to have it, this would definitely be on it. <laughs> Uh, Youssef, have you watched anything since we last spoke?
2: I actually have, but I, I'm trying to frantically trying to Google the name of it. Oh, there we go. Uh, that doesn't look like the right name. Let me come back to the name of that. But the the other two that I have seen are a film called A Quiet Place.
1: Oh uh, yeah, the, it's like
0: a horror, right? Yeah, the,
1: is it with the the blind blindfolds on? No, that was Found Bird the Box is that what it's called bird box really
0: <laughs> with that that hollywood's actress, sandra bullock yeah that was bird box
2: a quiet place so a quiet place very very good idea very well executed in there's two films i think they're coming out with a third one
1: yeah I'm i feel like board. i
2: can't i can't give away too much of the story because it's um it gives it away but um quite old now know. isn't it the first one yeah, it is. I, in fact, like it doesn't doesn't give it away because it's like it's revealed within quite a short time that there's these creatures on Earth that if you make a noise they run over and kill you. Right. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um the, the other one was a it was a Korean zombie film. I can't for the life of me remember the name. It's based in like ancient Asia. There's a series based on it. If it's not ringing any bells, we'll come back to it.
0: Nada.
2: The other one I saw is the Superman film, the Man Superman of Steel.
0: Film. Okay,
2: so that's, not the nineteen seventy-eight one. How old is this? This is from twenty sixteen-ish. Okay, very good. With Henry Cavill. Cavill.
0: He once went into. He came into the physiotherapists that I was in Human Garage in LA
1: as I was leaving.
2: Oh really? You were like, oh, and that's uh,
1: Superman. <laughs> is he? Is he quite big? I imagine he's very big. Yeah, it, it's funny actually. the difference.
2: Between like the old Chris uh Christopher Reeves Superman, where like now he looks like a, a triathlete, like a kind of guy who does mm. you know recreational lifter, and now the modern Superman is just absolutely swollen. Yeah. Like just the accepted physiques that the kind of drift over the last few decades of what's considered the mm. Superman physique. I think that's uh, in
1: bigger, stronger, faster. The Chris Bell film where he, he like shows like yeah He-Man and like uh, Action Man like over the G. years G. Joe. what they look yeah what they look like now versus Oh uh, really 30, yeah. everyone years ago.
0: everyone has been on a very very high dose of testosterone
1: <laughs> yeah it's a state. yes yeah a big mean, old
0: cycle yeah <laughs> did I tell <laughs> you did I tell you about the boys yeah. The, I just finished season two
1: of the boys i i tried i tried the first 30 minutes of it
0: oh dude give it give it another give it another crack i've just finished season two and it was fucking amazing so if i've already talked about the boys that's been the majority of my watching succession is i've watched the first episode of that after
1: your suggestion
0: we must have done an episode
1: yeah we did a catch-up
0: Oh, we did a catch-up. Because I've
1: I've now seen Squid Game, all of Squid Game.
0: Okay. Have you watched Kin? Did I bring up Kin? No. Oh, Kin Kin is fucking awesome. So it's, I want to say, HBO production. Pretty sure it's a HBO production set in Ireland, Southern Ireland. And it's about this gangster family. It's very similar to Gangs of London. Right. Very similar. very very similar to that slightly less um slick a little bit who's the dude that did the gentleman and snatch and stuff who's that guy richie yeah it's a i was about to say lionel richie it's a lot less (laughs) lionel richie um but it's still the same nasty gangs fighting turf wars it's kin (laughs) Kin, just what it's—you'll love it. K I N. K I N. It's got Littlefinger from Game of Thrones in it. Um, oh wow! It's got He's the good. the cast's pretty legit. Yeah. Awesome. What else have you been watching? Anything else?
1: I watched something that started off as being like a. I had like I don't know. I was like doing a bit of work. I wanted something kind of like background on, and uh, it started off as being fairly chill, like a documentary thing. Ended up being like one of the most harrowing things I've ever seen. Called it's on Amazon. Called just the sentence "Dave not coming back." That's what it's called. Okay. So it's about a these like guys find these these guys could do like deep dives down like really long sort of tunnel networks and go as deep as they can, like hundreds of meters down. Recreationally yeah and they did this dive and saw a body came back up and committed to like and we're going to go back in two years time and go we're going to go get that body and retrieve it and bring it back up to the surface so there's this huge like operation about how they're going to film it and how they're going to how they're going to carry a body up there because once you've gone that deep go you go down in like 40 minutes but coming back up is a 12-hour process with all the like to avoid the bends and uh what you see this bit on the trailers, this isn't spoiling it, but basically Dave is the guy who goes to get the, the body. And halfway through, a guy shows just a whiteboard that just says, Dave, not coming back on it. And it's all filmed. It's all, there's footage of it all happening. And this is and real? It's all real. And it's just like...
0: Is this it's, underwater caves?
1: Yeah. So they're in like big diving equipment, like oxygen tanks. Oh, horrible. but So uh, claustrophobic. And, and like, it, there's there's actual footage of very... Like, I, I, yeah. So, Wasn't it I, I, you that I,
2: got us to
0: watch that one about the guy that was, lost his lifeline off the bottom of the submarine? Oh, yeah. Last Breath. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was similar terrifying sort of, the, similar, as well. <laughs> sort of but this, I thought was going to be like, because I quite like stuff like that, like yes. extreme stuff, documentaries. Thought it was going to be a really easy, chill watch. And I ended up having to like shut my laptop and like focus on it. And then I just, Watched it and you just sort of sit there, and be like, "Well, wow, intense." That was that was awful, but it's it's a good watch.
2: Cool, <laughs> I like when those kids went missing in Thailand, in Chiang Rai, and then someone made a device to retrieve them, and then Elon Musk called him a pedo. <laughs> yeah, because he was making one.
1: <laughs> Classic Elon.
2: Because Did didn't that-
1: spa- SpaceX made like a or Tesla made something to go and get them.
2: Oh, that was it. And then the diver said, that's not going to work. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Like, Yeah, if he went and got them. <laughs> Sorry,
1: have you
0: seen what Elon Musk's just done a couple of days ago? The poll? Yes. Do you see this, Johnny? No, I've not seen it. Need no. to spend more time on Twitter. Elon Musk did a tweet that said, people keep on talking about how, he, because most of his wealth is tied up in stock for Tesla and, and stuff, mm-hmm. um, accusing him of tax evasion. Uh, so he said, I'm just going to dump 10% of my Amazon stock. Does will that contribute to will will you be happy if I do that for tax reasons? Yes, no. I didn't know he's got loads of Amazon stock. Uh, Amazon stock, sorry, <laughs> Tesla stock. Tesla um, stock, right. Uh, yes, no, and he replies to his own tweet and says whatever the outcome of this poll is, I'll go with it. And it ends up being I think 57% yes. 20 billion
1: surely that's it, got it is that that must be illegal
0: no? uh, well he can dump whatever he wants
2: yeah but <laughs> but yeah i see what you mean is, is it market manipulation if the people choose but he's not on the board anymore <laughs> is he
1: is he not <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure he's looked into it he's
2: Maybe. probably got a lot
0: of people advising him he also changed his name on twitter to Lord Edge, Edge Lord.
2: <laughs> what is an I Edge
0: Lord? Think, it's someone who posts really extreme memes and is a bit of a like troll and piss taker and
2: uh, okay, like, like I think that kind of fits
0: him. Yeah, Lord fits. Lord Edge I, Lord with an E. I really like him. Just, as long I as think, I don't hold any Tesla stock,
1: I, yeah. I quite like him. So that, that's kind of what I mean. Like it, it feels like he's. He's like taking the piss with like, you know, people who get that he moves the stock price and people get stopped out and lose loads of money, and it's like just always the game. Bitcoin
0: a couple of months ago, did he? Yeah, single-handedly. He, he began the he stopped the bull run, or at least he was one of the things that <coughs> happened that caused it to go from sixty-one down to twenty-nine, and now it's back to sixty-three or something.
1: It's like when he. You're like tweet saying, like, Tesla's overvalued, in my opinion, or whatever. Agree. You're like, Come on, man, like you're the founder, and you're saying stuff like that. Move like,
0: markets with a Twitter account, it's yeah, terrifying, mm. terrifying. Right, boys, thank you very much for today. Propanefitness.com/slash modern wisdom, yes, it is. If they want to get
1: just anything, if you want to sell a service as an online business. That's where to go.
0: Come and be coached by you too. slash modern wisdom. Uh, I'll see you in Texas. Peace. Um. Thank you very much for tuning in. An hour and 45 minutes of life hacks. I hope that you are suitably appreciative. And if you are, hit the subscribe button. That would be. That'll be a wonderful way to show your appreciation. Make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday when it goes up. Also, don't forget you can get 20% off everything site-wide from Reebok by going to Reebok.co.uk and using the code MW20 at checkout. This is You need a pair of Nano 11s in your life. Just buy them and you will not regret it. Reebok.co.uk and MW20. And you can get 15% off the biggest men's jewellery brand on the planet. Bit.ly slash CD Wisdom and MW15 at checkout for a big fat 15% discount and international shipping. I'll see you next time.